I think he should break up with her right before the wedding. He should break up with her? I don't I don't I don't Come think on, he should be, break up be, with her. Dude, that'd be really funny though. Come on. It would be really funny if you broke up it'd like be funny. so funny. Break up so, at the no, wedding? Like, no, I'm saying like in the, like right before the wedding starts, but like, hey, I don't really think we should see each other. Brutal. Like she's moment, coming down the aisle, you just lean over her head. I don't think we should see each other anymore. At the at the moment that they're exchanging the vows, just like right right before it's concluded, just lean over. <laughs> During the collection, write a little note that says we're done and just pass it to her. <laughs> Right when they say, till death do us part, and you say, I think that we should part also. Does anyone and object to this union? I object to our union, by I the object, way. I, I have, I'm fine with the couple up front, but I have issues with this person here, and I would like everyone to know. <laughs> oh, just, I know it hurts. I'm sorry. It's it's not, not, I, 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 I... All right, you came to the right place, you ding-dong. It's called communication, baby. Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast recording live from Malaysian Airlines flight MH370. It's your boy, Ethan. <laughs> Ethan! Have you not been reading? Have you not seen the news? You don't know what's going on? They're talking about the plane. I don't now. know. There was a Malaysian flight that went down in the Pacific. I don't know if it was the same flight. Oh, buckle in. Tell the people who you I are. I hope they were buckled in. Say your name. My name is Patrick. I'm sorry. Thank you. Emma, did you hear what he said? Emma didn't hear what I said, but she already knows about it. That's part of the story that I'm telling today. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not important. We're we're live. Oh, wait. We're in oh, the episode. First, we don't have time to delay. Oh, first, first, I, I, I said I was gonna get a beer and I, I have a I see you have a drink. I have a drink too. This is my beer. Oh, you just get a little a little drink? A little drink. Yeah. They have these little guys for espressos. I'm mm-hmm. in my office. I'm at my co-working space. We, and there's we a all bunch kind of, t- of collectively figured that you were not in your home there's, anymore. There's, given a, that bunch there's a, of, a graffiti wall and <laughs> sound dampening panels behind you. There's a bunch of uh, young 20-somethings playing ping pong outside. Hey, uh, just sounds like a day in the life of my little community here in Oklahoma City. You should move, they, deliver, they've been playing me. ping pong since noon. I don't know <laughs> when they got stuff done. Before but... they started playing. If you get all your work, Tim Ferriss, four-hour work week. <laughs> you can't do that at 20, though. That's the yeah, that's, that's the problem with Tim Ferriss' four-hour work week. Is like mm. He learned how to do a four-hour work week when he was like in his 40s. You know, after yeah, he had, that's true. Already that's get, what people don't made get. Made a lot of money. Can, mm-hmm. I, can I tell you something, my favorite thing about you? Yeah, what's that? Is that I can at any point in my life, I can call you and say, "Hey, I'm thinking about um, following some of what this guy says. He's very famous. A lot of people like him." You, uh-huh. And you'll just say, "Oh, here's what the problem with what that guy says is," and then you'll tell me what, do what you the mean? problem is with the with the Tim Ferriss. You know, the guy's a multi billionaire, oh, and you're like, "Here's the problem oh, with Tim oh. Ferriss." It's like, "Oh, well, Patrick <laughs> knows the problem." So you you're my you're my like my filter you know you're like my that's not that, that's not You'll, a problem with tim ferris that's a problem with the people who follow tim ferris right that's different regardless i trust you because you'll give me the you're oh, you'll, the ultimate both like sides sar- it wasn't a sarcastic no it's 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 funny okay. because it's the way that you are but it's also yeah. convenient for me who notoriously struggles to determine truth <laughs> when it's presented yeah. to him sure which is why i made the joke at the beginning of the episode so I don't know. I've been posting in the in-depth discussion channel in Discord. I don't know if you're oh, following. Cool. But uh, basically, and this will be quick. We don't have to do too long on it. But but basically, there was a video, a set of videos that was released just two months after the plane disappeared in 2014. Like one guy. Okay, t- this is the Malaysian flight that I was thinking of. There's yes, not a new one. No, okay. there's not a new one. This guy tweeted this video. With like the hashtag, you know, Malaysian Airlines, whatever. Back in 2014, it didn't get any traction at the time. But this video is nine years old. It re- okay. like just last week, someone found it. I don't know what they were looking for, but they found this video, and it is a, by all accounts, an incredibly realistic uh, satellite imagery combined with drone imagery of 
what is purported to be the Malaysian Airlines flight. Now, a lot of people are saying that it's fake. A lot of people are mm -hmm. saying this would be very difficult to fake because you'd need to know about the where the heat sinks are on the Predator drone and where the, the you know, you can't create a 3D model of a 3D, you know, two different cameras of the satellite. Like there's all, a ton of reasons why it would be very difficult to fake. There's a ton of reasons why someone could fake it. There's a lot of questions as to why someone would fake it nine years ago and it would just crop up now. So there's a lot of questions. Yeah. But the but the thrust of the video is you see nice. in the Malaysian airline flight flying and then there's three orbs that start to circle it and then it just disappears like it just oh it's it's aliens it's, in your mind it's yeah. well not necessarily aliens just someone with the technology to make an airliner with 230 people on board disappear is this is this the is this the plot of um of what's it called the itinerary what is it what the itinerary phoebe phoebe if you're listening to this episode what was that show that you were really into for like two months when you were pregnant um it's the uh the show where the plane Flash disappears forward? and then reappears no. oh lost no that, that no. plane just disappears and they're on an island um yeah i have the video saved the, in my uh, phone do you want to watch it yes <laughs> just just real quick i'll fast forward to the part where the plane disappears i don't know i don't know the show that you're talking about but Basically. Manifest. Manifest. That makes sense. It's called. You Manifest. see how you see how there are these orbs circling <laughs> the plane. I can't see it. All right. Well, anyway, it's unimportant. You saw it on YouTube if you're watching. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll link it in the description. But so the funny part is about all of this is that it's crazy. the 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 UFO subreddit is going nuts. They're trying to debunk course, it. They're trying yeah. to bring experts on. I'm following it very closely because I'm very interested. Because if it actually happened, you and Steve. That's you crazy. Steve Me and Steve Scoja. Unlikely uh, ally Steve Skojic. But the other day, I don't. I think it was maybe Saturday or Sunday. We just had a really hard weekend with Peter, and he was not sleeping. Last night we were up. Yep. He he was up from nine thirty p.m. to three a.m. He was awake. <laughs> so we've just been having a hard time. Hence the coffee at four thirty in the afternoon. But the other day I was telling Emma all about this, right? And she was like, what have you been looking at? Because we've been going back and forth to try and put him down, right? We're just unsuccessful over and over sure, and over yeah. and over again. She's like, what are you looking at? I'm like, oh, it's your I'm, turn tapping. Yeah. I'm like, I'm reading this, these threads about this flight. And I tell her basically what I told you. Yeah. And she she doesn't have a lot to give. She doesn't care. You know, like <laughs> she's she's interested because I'm interested, but, you know, she'll listen that's to sweet. me. Yeah. And so I kind of finished sharing. She says, oh, wow, that's really interesting. And then she like takes a beat, a respectful pause. And she goes. I found a lamp that I really like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Is this just, is this, did, did we, did we marry similar people or is this just how women are? I think this is just how women are. It's like, God, God bless. That's guys awesome. will just, guys will talk for 15 minutes uninterrupted about how the three orbs have irregularly shaped heat signatures on them and they must be rotating on a different axis, which means it can't be fake because who would think to fake the rotational axis of the heat signatures? Yeah. And then women will be like, hmm, this lamp at Target is sold out. How can I find it on Facebook Marketplace? You know, that's, <laughs> there must yeah. be a way. It's the, the, the meme of like the, the, whatever the guy who's like has paragraphs and paragraphs of text. And then there's the one guy that's just like, says the one thing, you know, lamp. Yeah. That's a uh, <laughs> lamp. That's our wives. This is why I love Emma though so much. Cause she's like, I'm so glad that you're excited about something. I don't care, but like not in a mean lamp. way, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's supportive. Yeah. It can't be in a mean way that, that, that takes all the, takes all the fun out of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If it's mean, it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we're develop we're watching the story very closely as it's developing. The story is developing. We're developing. We're all <laughs> growing. Can I can all I tell good. you can I tell you my idea? So I told you my idea yeah. before. That was a different uh -huh. idea. But I have different a new idea. I a new idea for us. Exciting. Are we gonna talk about dating questions today? Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta let the people know that's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, I forgot. This is a podcast where we talk about dating and we give advice. But before we do that, I have an idea for Patrick. Okay. You and me. So you know how the yes. pillar is like everyone's go-to source for church news? Yeah. And you know how like the Daily Wire is like where right-wing people go and like Hassan on Twitch is where left-wing people go to like get yeah. all of their politics news. What if sure. we became the nexus point of all of those things? What if we became... What if we became... The Daily Hassan Pillar. Pillar. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm proposing. I want when something happens... 
I want people to rush to us, to our website, thecrunchcast.com, now defunct. <laughs> to, My dad to, brings it up every day. Really? Every day? No, sorry, every week. Every week when the podcast comes out, he clicks on our website and goes, <laughs> still down. <laughs> oh, man. If you, I will pay $100 to anybody who can get a hold of the people at Brand Fox LLC. Please. Someone who knows, I'm going to call him out by name. Manny called me like a month or two ago. Manny. I was like, yeah, we'll get, we'll get court on that. And I'm like, no. I don't, I, I've never heard anything. No, no nobody's I'm on so, it. I'm so sad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nobody's on it. I will, I will pay you to give me my website back because you've taken, I'm ta- so sorry. I'm going to call you out publicly. Brand Fox LLC. Whoever you are, you've stolen what our website. What we could do is we could just, we could just like take, we still own the domain. We could just take the website off of Squarespace or, or of, of, of Shopify and like so do it ourselves. I spent so much time making it look good. I know. I, I, know. I don't want to do it again. We made this stupid website like 12 times over the course of <laughs> seven years. Too many times. I want to go back to Wix. It's stupid, stupid Wix site. I mm-hmm. love, I love, it was so good. Oh man. It was so good. Anyway. So at ln3.wixsite.com. <laughs> uh, we used to be kings, Patrick. We used to be stupid. kings. That was the best era of our podcast. Did you see what Father Paul posted the other day? I did. It was like, I clerically did. speaking, the crunch and, and catching foxes, 10 likes. Damn. It had, 50, so it had 50 likes when I saw it. It had 10 likes before I retweeted it. Just as a heads up um we would we would be more popular if you didn't keep causing controversy on twitter i blame you entirely (laughs) hold on a moment (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm sorry the two of us if you if you chart number of controversies per diem over the last year per diem (laughs) i'm much lower on average than you yeah i do it on accident that's the problem I, don't I, I legitimately I say thought something. I thought maybe it might cause a little discourse, but I didn't know that people were gonna call me ugly. <laughs> you know, that was so funny. Did you did you like my argument though? My whole argument. Yeah, there's I, no this, objective uh, standard of beauty. The podcaster is ugly. This is so silly. We don't. We're, we we got to do dating questions. I'll share this really quick. I basically tweeted that I think Legos are not really what you should display in your living room as like decoration. I just don't think they're yeah. beautiful because they're made of plastic. They're tacky they're like like if you're gonna have an orchid get a real orchid instead of like the lego orchid like it'd be better to have the real orchid and then people are like well it it requires maintenance to get yeah that's the point like beautiful things require so do women (laughs) exactly and then everyone was saying like who are you to say that what i think is beautiful is not actually beautiful and i'm like i you i'm just saying this why do you need to agree with them yeah. Why is it so important? If your opinion is stupid, why is it so important that you agree with them? If they think you're an idiot, why is it? And this is the, this is this is this is why I like Instagram better than Twitter. Yeah. I don't have to think or worry about what people say in the comments because they're beneath me. Mm-hmm. All right. If they're stupid comments, then they're stupid. If they're my friends, I'll, I'll you know, hey, what's mm-hmm. up? You're mm-hmm. commenting on my Instagram post. But yeah. tweets are all the same, and people feel so entitled, and they're so like, they do, they do. You know, they're so like, you need to respond to me. Yeah. Because I commented on your post. I don't even see people's posts. You, if I don't follow you, I don't get a notification. No. Sorry. I just, I, it was a little bit much because really I was just sharing my opinion about what's beautiful. And I, in my opinion, there is an objective standard of beauty. And that, that just really <sighs> set people <sighs> off. You know, they did not, uh, they did not like that. Didn't like that. Yeah. Anyway. What do you think about Lego? What do you think about headphones made of Legos? That's headphones, what I said to Phoebe. Headphones made like of Legos. Oh, when funny. he sees earbuds made of Legos. <laughs> And then they confused you and me. Let's go into the dating corner. They, they did don't. confuse. They did confuse us. Gone are the days of this podcast where, if you're new to the show, we used to just talk about stuff that happened on Twitter, but but now we have real people that are writing and needing real advice. Yes, and that's what we're here to provide. Twelve minutes into this podcast, okay? Yes. No, okay. no more banter. Only advice for the rest of the show. I think we should start with some actual crunch listener questions. And then I want to talk about the Barbie thing. The Barbie. Have you thing. seen the movie, Patrick? I have a question for you. When on earth would I go to the movie theater? Perfect. I haven't seen it either. I do not want to comment on the movie. I just want to comment on this. I think we're the perfect people to comment on the movie because we have not seen it. So I think we are perfect. Our opinion unique. Yes. I have not even watched a commentary video on it. I have not watched the Daily Wire say it's bad or the Daily Wire say it's good. The Daily Wire is fighting about whether the Barbie movie is conservative. Hey guys. 
who cares? Anyway. I, I don't know what you're from, referencing, so I'm, I'm prepared. Oh, the, uh, Michael Knowles is like, this is a conservative movie. And Ben Shapiro was like, this is a liberal. But did someone write trap. to us about Barbie? Is that why you're bringing it up? No. some uh, someone There was a big discourse thing on Reddit about Barbie and relationships. Uh, I think we should talk about it. But we'll okay. save that for the end. We'll okay. save that for the end. Sounds good. This one is anonymous for the good doctor. Mm. To preface, I think I already know how I'm going to respond to the situation. Okay. <laughs> but I figure this might make for some interesting content. Okay, I appreciate that. Looking out. I recently met a girl through Catholic Match, and we really hit it off. We seem to share similar values regarding the faith, the role of the family, politics, Ooh. Um, and we have a ton of similar interests. Okay. After eventually moving off the platform to texting, some fairly long three to four hour phone calls. Holy cow, do okay. you guys have jobs? What are, what are we doing? Cut, print, ship it. Like, let's Done. go. Done, you're it's, dating. It's All over, right. yeah. Move, one of you move, come on. We have been on a couple of dates, and after a few of the phone call dates, I learned that our values don't align. Hold on. Especially in regards to the church's teaching on sexual morality. Okay, that's a big one. Objective truth. <laughs> And Careful. Christ's mandate to bring the gospel to all nations. Wow. As well as there's a really times... specific. <laughs> I know. Those are like the three things. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> is there is there objective truth? Is Christianity true for everyone? Should you boink? To yeah. boink or not to boink? Right. <laughs> that is the question. In which where where do I do it and how, please? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. We don't. We uh, don't have well a. As... We don't have a Krav Maga in the. Uh, what is it called? What's that book that details the sexual positions? That's like <laughs> Easter. <laughs> Krav Maga is a martial art used by the IDF. You're thinking of the Kama Sutra. <laughs> I am. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's the second time you've switched up an Israeli and an Indian thing. You know, when, when we, we were need... singing Hava Nagila, you kept saying Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad. Oh, this is so good. Man, I if if I wasn't who I am, then I would probably get shot by someone. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, <sighs> All right. Thank you for clearing um, that up for me. I was confused. You go to Israel once and you're just, <laughs> yeah. I said Boker Tov to someone today. They looked at me. Boker Tov. Boker Tov. As well, there have been times where it seems that she is, okay, she, interesting. All right. When you said disagreement on sexual morality, I was like, this is a girl. No, this, that's is, a this, dude. No, this is a guy. Yeah. He said that he met a lady. Oh, he met a girl. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There have been times where it seems she is disparaging the church, actively mad at God, struggling with getting to mass. This Same. is due to some mental health issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All she invited me to be a plus one with her to a wedding. I'm hesitant to go, consent to, and I'm hesitant on pursuing a relationship with her. The wedding is only a few short weeks away. An RSVP has already been listed with me going, should I go? First of all, don't worry about that. Extra food, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Is that the whole, that's the whole question? No that's more. the whole question. What, did they, what, what does he do? Man, I think one... Let's we'll talk about the wedding first, and then we can. Sounds talk like about a. The... She sounds like a. She sounds like a dirty lib. <laughs> does she, why does she have to be dirty? What? Oh, they don't use deodorant, or anything. They don't. That's true. No. They're they're a hairy people. The liberals. They're a, they're a they're a they're a hairy people. Yes. They. Um. I I think you go to this wedding if for no other reason. It's fun to go to a wedding. It is fun to go to a you wedding. dance here. The nice thing about a wedding actually is yeah. that if you, if you're struggling with, do I like this person or not? One, the wedding forces you to think about no matter what I could be up there with this person at some point. And that really puts yeah. things in perspective Two, you get to see her when she's all dressed up. You know, you guys are both looking the best. Maybe that affects some things. Three, you don't have to talk much. So that maybe will help you in your situation. That's true. Because <laughs> you just true. kind of go to the wedding, you sit at the wedding, and then you go to the reception. Maybe you'll talk at the reception, but then it's it's music and it's dancing, you know? So I think you should go to the wedding. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Unless you like don't want to go and whatever. But um Yeah, I do think you should go to the wedding. I do think you should pick up with this girl though. So you do maybe think, right before the wedding. You think what should with the girl? I think he should break up with her right before the wedding. He should break up with her? I don't, I don't, I don't Come think on, he should break be, up with you, her. 
Dude, that'd be really funny though. Come on. It would be really funny if you broke up. It'd be like, funny. On the it'd be way. so funny. Break up so, at the no, wedding? Like, no, I'm saying like in the, like right before the wedding starts, like, hey, I don't really think we should see each other. Brutal. Like at she's moment, coming down the aisle, you just lean over head. I don't think we should see each other anymore. At the at the moment that they're exchanging the vows, just like right right before it's concluded, just lean over. During, during the collection, write a little note that says we're done and just pass it to her. <laughs> Right when they say, till death do us part, and you say, I think that we should part also. Does anyone and object they, to this union? I object to our union, by I the way. Object, I, I have, I'm fine with the couple up front, but I have issues with this person here, and I would like everyone <laughs> to know. She has dubious sexual ethics. Yeah, I wonder what that means. Is, she, is that like she wants to have sex before marriage, or she thinks gay people should be able to have, get married? Or Based on the she, other two, I think it's that one. Yeah, it probably is. It's the most common. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. And the weird thing is, like, to be Catholic, it says that she was a faithful Catholic up, up, up at the top of the thing. You met on Catholic match. And so it's weird to me that someone would be on Catholic match, find someone, and then deny the need to preach the gospel to all peoples. I don't, I don't know. Some, That's like a dude, weird there's, thing. There's a, know? there's a bunch of different, there's takes all kinds. Not that I, kind. I met a priest. I met a priest today who was like, I don't care about reaching young people. And I was like, Holy cow. Okay, <laughs> cool. That's a take. Sweet. It was, all, I, I was like, thank you for, uh, first That's of a, all, I called him and I called the parish and it was his personal cell phone. Number. That's hilarious. Interesting. Right. And I told him what I did, and he's like a jovial, like charismatic guy. And I was yeah. like, I have a feeling like we're gonna. He's like, no, you're not gonna like me. You're gonna. You're. He's like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 26. And he was like, yeah, you're gonna hate it. Like all the young kids are trad nowadays, and I love it, but I'm like super not. He's like, I'm a total boomer. And I was like, Father, I want to meet you now so bad. Please, I need it's, to talk to you. <laughs> it's always interesting to find a self-aware boomer out there. And I was like, I. He was like, I always tell the young people that show up, like, hey, go to the basilica down the road. Their smells and bells, you'll love it. Father over there, great guy. You know, like we're, I am, I am for the old people, and I, I, I listen to their mass and their, their music is not bad. It's like very, uh, it's very like contemporary, mm-hmm. but they do it. It's a production, and it's all like fifty-year-olds singing like they're in Hillsong United. It's like great. Oh wow, yeah. Maybe Hillsong Young and Free. Maybe they're like. Hillsong old and retired, you know, it's, <laughs> it's good for, it's good for them, you know, uh, Hillsong old and free for many outstanding but debts I, or mortgages. I was, I was like, I was like, yeah, all like, I, I was, you know, I was saying like, yeah, all things to all people, you know, like the church is for all people. That's what I meant. But he was like, no, I'm not for all people. I'm for a specific type of person. And I was like, father, I love it. Uh, that's you're great. So that's like, awesome. I disagree with everything, but great. I'm so excited that you're like out. Anyway, so yeah, you'd be surprised. Some Catholics are very like, yeah, I'm dedicated to the church, but also I don't care. Uh, but you know? I don't think, I, I don't know if this girl's dedicated to the church. You know, this to me smells like I was raised Catholic. I go to church when I can. I want to marry a Catholic. I, I want to marry a Catholic is. guy. I don't want to marry a non-Catholic. When you, If you ask her if her faith is important to her, she says, yes, I love my faith. I love going to mass with my family. You know, she'll post a picture on Easter weekend, that type of thing. And this yeah. is not this is not a bad this is what we call peasant faith around here. This is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she like she has it, she wants it, there's a desire for it, but it's just not cultivated, it's not formed. She hasn't like met anybody that has told her why or like shown her this thing. And so uh, I'm sorry, I missed a phone call. Can I can I text this person? Yeah. I'm sorry, this is really rude. It is. <laughs> I'll finish answering the question and give you time. I think, uh, fella, it sounds like you've made up your mind. You don't want to continue with her. I think that's fine. I, I don't know if at any point in the conversation, if you asked her, like, would you ever be open to changing your mind about these things? Because yeah. if you, if it's like, oh, I really want to date her, but it's just these few things. It's like, well, she doesn't have to be perfect. Like, she doesn't. you guys don't have to agree on everything, even the important things yeah. to date, you know? Like... If you get closer to engagement and like, then you have to agree on everything. Then you need to agree on everything. But like, if it's, if it's like a, Hey, I really like you. I really care about you. You know, I think we had a lot of fun at this wedding, even despite my objection, you know, which was maybe a little embarrassing, I'll admit, but it was, it was a joke. You could play it off as a joke. She'll, she'll understand. Um, 
then you then you can say, hey, these are a few things that I really feel strongly about. I know you feel really strongly about them as well. Do you think this is something that we could still like work through together? You know, as we as we have a relationship, she says, no, you're in the clear. She says, yes, you got something to do. But if, but if that's not something you want, then you don't have to. But yeah. don't don't let it scare you away. I think sometimes people are like too afraid of, <clears throat> oh, they don't agree exactly with all of my sometimes it's preferences. Sometimes it's like legitimately like you're right and she's wrong. OK, uh, but In this that, case, like, it sounds like she's wrong. It sounds like she's wrong. I don't know. You could can't do much about that. Yeah. This guy could be this guy could be the freak. This guy could be the one that's like, I don't think we should evangelize to anybody. And she wants to evangelize to everybody and thinks that the sexual act should stay within a marriage in the context of being open, <laughs> you know, to life. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I I have a there's a question right after this one that yeah. is somewhat related. So I'm interested in your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, question for the doc and friends. Yeah. That's me. I'm friends. How do you, in a way that doesn't come across as condescending, figure out how Catholic someone is? Oh. Or maybe what role faith plays in someone's life. I've gone on a few dates with a guy. I know he goes to mass. I'm unsure about what his faith life looks like. I know I don't need to know all of that, but as someone who is a devout Catholic, what does it look like to bring things up in a way that isn't rude? Also, saying not saying he's ruled out if he doesn't rosary pray, doesn't pray, isn't a rosary praying dude. I'm just curious about how to navigate this. Yes. So her, her question is, sorry, there's a lot of fluff in there and I got a text message also. Uh, she wants to know, how do you figure out how Catholic someone is? Oh. Not necessarily like, oh, it's a deal breaker if they're not, right. you know, like praying the full 15 mysteries every day. You know. Sure. I think, I mean, the kids are not okay, Patrick. That's what no. I'm learning every day. Have you spent <laughs> time with this person? <laughs> have you have you guys been around each other sure <laughs> like i yeah how, how do i how do i tell if this guy likes sports or if he likes books i don't know talk to him like i mean well, it's not it's not always you, that simple right you, like it's like it's like it's not that simple man man judges by appearances you know like how do you how do you go beyond the appearance because like there are people in youth groups all over the place you know mm. there's people in campus ministries who yeah. are very good at doing the things mm. that make you seem like you're a part of the in group mm -hmm. right and that's what they care about and so that's what they focus on but they're actually not focused on that person we were talking about the other day right no i'm just kidding not specific, well, not to get specific like there are folks who are like about. yeah i'm catholic i'm very the um the DM that I that I screenshot you. The DM that I screen ah yeah okay like a person who is is very externally Catholic but like recently tweeted about like you know making fun of your boyfriend's penis and it's like hey that's not did that happen uh huh it's not it's not a it's not something a normal that's why I was surprised when I take screenshot you like we DM'd this person back then like that's crazy that is really weird like I knew they were like it's like oh they're Catholic yeah. but it's like they they're uh they, when it comes to certain things they're not um orthodox and it's like I guess or, when it comes or to maybe this, like, maybe they're orthodox but maybe they they have a distinct lack of Christian charity in many areas sure. or, I, yeah. I think that's a better way to say it. I think a lot of people like are orthodox in their beliefs but like when they actually interact with other people, like they're lack charity. they lack a ton of charity and you can yeah. kind of, that's really, that's the thing that me, to me that really sticks out is I know a lot of people online and in person who are, if, if you were to analyze them, if they were to take a, t a written test, you know, of mm -hmm. whether or not they were Catholic, they would, they would get a hundred percent. They would get, they would get all the teachings, right. They would get all like the emotions, right. Yeah. They, they might even do, get trad. You they know? might even be trad. If you're lucky, 
they would they would say that the the chair of St. Peter's vacant. You know, you get extra credit. Um, as extra a joke, credit for as, that's a joke for legal reasons. Um, but canonical, re- canonical, canonical law reasons, canonical reasons. But then you actually interact with them in real life, and you hear the things that they say about people, or you see their actions. You know, in certain situations, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. So I think, hmm, uh, I think maybe your question is like, do they, it's a better question is not how Catholic is this person is like, do they have a love for the Lord and a love for other people? That's really like, that will answer the question that you're probably looking for. And the only way to figure that out is by spending time with someone. I guess that makes sense to like spend time with them. And it's like, eventually they will show themselves mm-hmm. so to speak you know like they're not they're not gonna no one is that good right for that long yeah you know they'll eventually notice things and but i think the one thing is, is that it's it's gonna there's warning signs and if you are you know attracted to this person it's gonna be harder to see those signs right because you know dude it, the, the amount of times that a, a, a lady friend of mine this is high school mm-hmm. would fall in love with an f boy because he prayed the rosary at the Steubenville conference. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And then she oh, gets yeah. her heart broken. Who does she come crying to? Me. I'm sympathetic. They think Ethan. I'm gay, so I'm safe. Ethan, so you're fine. <laughs> so I'm fine. You got the little you got the little fro going. I got the little fro going. You know? that didn't the fro didn't make me gay. I think it was my weak wrists that made them think that I was a homosexual when I was 14. But um I'm working on it. Yeah. They're, they're getting they're still pretty small. But <laughs> uh, so I think it's it, you when I think there's a quote the Bojack Horseman quote right uh-huh. uh huh when you're wearing rose tinted glasses all yeah. the red flags look just like flags which is yeah all time that's honestly one of the all time you know, quote from from the Elon Tusk show that's like a pretty good line Elon you know? Tusk I, I don't know if they ever put Elon Tusk into there, but I thought of that the other day. I'm like, Bojack Horseman, the type of show to put Elon Tusk in there and make him a walrus and like make. Did you know that joke. every every uh, the only every celebrity reference was played by like the if actual they spoke celebrity? lines. They play they played by they were played by the actual celebrity, and if not, the celebrity met some kind of like horrible fate, so they couldn't <laughs> show up in the show again. Yeah, so oh. like Beyonce was played by Yvette Nicole Smith. Uh huh not by Beyonce right. and she suffered a fatal ankle sprain that killed her <laughs> like in real life or in the television show no in the television show oh okay that'd be crazy yeah. if like every voice actor that every voice a celebrity on Bojack Horseman just died tragically <laughs> just didn't did, I mean didn't not agree. not funny like sad yeah but also like indicative yeah. of the demonic curse on Hollywood anyway yeah family guy did the same thing including with Rush Limbaugh Rush Limbaugh he did came on and played himself Mm-hmm. He did die in real life, though. So who knows? And he got the Medal of Freedom. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Which is still so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> they just give that stuff away. It's like you know it, what I mean. It'd be like if That's Howard not... if Howard Stern died during the Obama presidency, he would have gotten one too. It's just like why? <laughs> why do we need to give Howard Stern a, a presidential Medal of Freedom? You know. It's oh like, man. Regardless. Anyway, uh, spend time with the person. Talk to them. Ask questions. Be interested in them. Share your interests. See how they respond. Over time, you will form a picture of this person because this is how relationships form and grow. And you, if you are always just texting them or like looking at their posts or Snapchatting, then you'll never be able to figure out how Catholic they are because they can perfectly manicure their appearance to you to look exactly as they want to be perceived. So the only way exactly. to figure out how they actually are is to spend time with them, to go on dates with them, to interact with them around their family, around their friends, around your friends, around your family. That's the only way to get a full picture of who this person is. Um, so that's, Good that's what I would propose. Yeah. Good answer. All right. Like Next question you. from Kathy. Mm. This is, are you ready for Dr. Ethan's friendship corner? It's about friendship, not <gasps> oh, dating. She says. I love friendship questions. My name is Kathy. I have a question about friendship, not dating. So maybe I should go see another specialist. Anyway, there, the fields are tangentially related. Anyway, but I have would a argue friend that friendship for- is even more important than dating. Because strong, also, strong friendship is the basis of a society. Yes. A, a marriage is the highest form of friendship. Mm-hmm. The Aristotelian so, virtue of friendship is underrated in our modern Western culture. And I will do a podcast now. 
Uh, anyway, I've had a friend group for, she says, anyway, I've had a friend group for less than two years. It's my first real Catholic friend group. I feel like we've gotten really close. A little backstory. I met these girls at youth group when I was a senior and they were freshmen and sophomores. I'm now graduated. They're juniors and seniors. So she's like fresh. She's like fresh out of high school. Okay. We found we have a lot in common. We frequently hang out, talk, span from silly jokes. Her friends are still in high school. Yeah. They're still in high school. I call them my girls. I've told them like my little sisters I've never had. But for the past month and a half, I feel like they've been distant. I've seen them in person at events and been texting them, but our interactions are a little chilly. Not outright giving me the cold shoulder, but not as warm as they used to be. I've tried inviting them to hang out, but they always say they're busy. It might just be a coincidence and they are um, really busy, but I'm just worried they're icing me out. They're lovely and I don't want them to do that, but this might be them trying to be nice and let me go in the friendship. I want to believe this is just me being insecure. My question is, should I bring this up and hope they're honest? Or do I just stop putting so much effort to see if anyone picks up the slack? I'm tired of feeling like I'm the only one putting effort and staying friends. Whether you feel as if you can answer this or not, I'll be praying for you. And I hope you are praying for me. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Kathy. That's so nice. People are so nice to us. We don't deserve this. They're so great. People are not very mean to us on our Instagram DMs as I thought they would be. Only a few people have been mean. Yeah. In like, our that, like that guy that asked us if we had if we got a mental disability later in life or if we were born with it. That's really funny, <laughs> but that? I'm sure that's canned. You think so? Yeah, I think he says that to other people. Oh, you know, probably he probably. Like, he I got a microphone. You have a beer. God has a plan. Like that's a yeah. You know, um, I hmm. Patrick, do you remember when you were um, maybe a freshman or a sophomore in college? And you came back to your local high school youth group, which you are such a valued member of. Um, do you remember that experience? Um, no, because I didn't. And why didn't you do that, Patrick? Because I had graduated and it was time to move on. Yeah. And if you had gone back, what kind of would the vibe had been? It would have been like, why are you here? And it's not fair, but that's what it's like. And that's just how it is. Dude, this, it, so I, I was a bad boy in high school. <laughs> and I skipped class a lot. And I was not, I was nutty, nutty. And so I, I skipped so funny class a lot. Me. And so if you didn't skip class in high school as a senior, mm-hmm. you got to graduate. Like after graduation, you didn't have to come back to school. But if you did skip class, you did have to come back to school. Because, like, if you skipped, it was like, you're graduated, you're done, you got your diploma, you're fine. Mm-hmm. So you have, like, three absences left, you're fine. But if you were going to – if those three absences would have put you to 10 or more, you had to come to class. And so I, I had to go to school. And so I was, like, the only – one of, like, three other seniors there. Two days after I graduated, people were, like, like the weekend after I graduated, that Monday, people were like, why are you here? Like, you graduated. I'm like, guys, I am still a child. Like, I'm still <laughs> a teenager. I still go to this school. Like, that's, this is crazy. Did they make you, like, when take classes? Were you taking classes, or did they just yeah, hold Yeah, I had to there? go to class, and I was the only person in the what, room, and the what, teacher was like, hi, What Patrick. more class was, like, was there to do? There was nothing. There was nothing to do. What would have happened if you had do? skipped that lunch. class? I would have gotten failed, dude. Absence. I had two teachers team up and try to flunk my senior, flunk me my senior year of high school. Did I tell you I about this. Would Franciscan have not let you come to school? Like you already had signed up to pay tuition, probably. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't. That's that's crazy. The chokehold that these schools I don't have. It on was us. it was fine. Eventually, I just eventually like I think after that day, I just asked like my vice principal. I was like, "Can I just can I please leave?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'll say so thank you. I just want to go. I just want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and um and no and I I came this is and listen Kathy this is not just high school. This is true for college too. Like mm-hmm. I got my master's degree at the same place I got undergrad. And so that meant I would go to take classes. And mostly I would drive to the classroom building, go to my class, get in my car, go home. Sometimes if I had breaks in between classes, I would go to the student center and buy a cup of coffee. The student center that is open to Anybody who wants to go on campus and people who I went to college with like two years, three years prior would come be like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, hi, Roy. Good to see you. You know, like, what's up? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm taking a mat. They, they, uh, I, they started this cool thing where they'll let you pay to go to school more. <laughs> 
And so you're going to, you're going to get this for the rest of your life. When you leave, people expect you to stay gone and it's mm-hmm. a bummer. It's just Whatever. like, like the, yeah. it's, it's, these are really your friends and they really do care about you, but there is a social, not like contract, but like, there's just a social understanding that like once someone graduates, they're gone. Yeah. Like and what events are you seeing them at? You know, like maybe you go to college in the same town as your high school, like you go to a community college or like you live in a college town, whatever. I think that's fine. But I think you got to think about it from their perspective. Like they are still in high school. They're still seeing each other every day. They go to the same types of events. They're going to high school football games and high school basketball games and they have class and all these things. And like you're not a part of any of that. And so the reason that they're being distant to you is not because there's something wrong with you. It's just because they have a now like a new self-contained life that just doesn't have you in it every day like it used to that's yeah. not a bad thing it's just like what also, happens when they were young you were the cool older person that they got to hang out with mm-hmm. and they're like they looked up to you and now you're and they're like oh i'm so sorry so sad. Blah, 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 blah. bye and now they're the cool older people that people want to hang out with mm-hmm. and so you being there is like a reminder mm-hmm. that they are not actually god I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. That's a little too deep, but it's, it's, deep. it is a reality of like seniors, juniors and seniors want to be juniors and seniors. And when older people come back, it's like, yeah, it's a reminder that they're not. Or uh, for me, it was like when I was in band, I was in marching band in high school. What a waste of time, but I was in marching <laughs> band. And uh, <laughs> sometimes like when we would play at like homecoming or whatever, like people would come back. And uh, I get that homecoming is like maybe a good idea in theory, in practice, like it really only makes sense for college. Like it doesn't really make sense for high school. Like I'm, I'm excited to go back to see like a football game at K-State because like, that's like a real sport that like is played Uh competitively and like has implications nationally. Like this is a cool thing, you know, to be a part of Yeah. Your local high school football game homecoming is, is nothing. And so like we have invite the worst, they invite the worst other team. Mm-hmm. in the country in the county mm-hmm. and then still get their butt handed to them because the yeah. other team like wants it more <laughs> right and <laughs> it's know? like wet and it's rainy and like to see these 20 year olds like they're hanging out with the band it's just it always gave me the ick i was always like what yeah. like go away like i don't like if you don't have something better to do than to be here then i don't know if one if i trust you or two if i respect you and I like that was just yeah. my thought of these. Oh people. yeah, that's either with with high school to college. It's also weird because it's like there's there's a there's an added element of everyone around you is under eighteen and you're eighteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which wasn't weird a semester ago, but now it now is. It's, you it's know, a little so weird. it's like yeah, it's like whatever. why is that guy who used to be the trombone section leader talking to the freshman fruit, flute player? Like that's really kind what's going on there. That's a little strange. That wouldn't have been weird a semester ago, but now it is. It but doesn't make sense. Even a semester ago, it would have been a little strange. Oh, know? yeah, that is true. I guess like people talk to everyone, but like yeah. talking, talking. Is, yeah, like, it's just weird. Know? So like I'm not that I'm not saying that any of these. I'm not saying you're weird, Kathy. I'm not saying there's yeah. anything wrong Kathy, with you're you. You're fine. You're totally You'd have done fine. Nothing wrong. You're hanging out with your friends. People don't. This is something that I have learned in my new job and also at my old job as a youth minister. People don't make decisions with their brains. They make decisions with their emotions. And Private parts. <laughs> But their private parts and their wallets and etc. Mm. Like people don't make decisions using their brain. If people made decisions using their brain, if someone called you up and said, "Hi, I have a deal for you that'll help you save money," be like, "Well, logically, yes, I would love to save money, so I hear you out." But emotionally, you're like, "Ah, scam, click." Even if it's someone being completely legitimate, right? Or you are using your logic, and that is never mind. That's a bad example. <laughs> but if you're just like, if you're just like talking, you know, people don't people don't use people don't use their their brains. They're not like. Oh yeah, this like makes this is a person that I used to be friends with. They're thinking using their 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 monkey brains and they're mm-hmm, like, I mm-hmm. want social status and this person is standing in the way of that. And so even though I don't care what our relationship was in the past, I'm throwing that all away for what's in front of me. Like that's not a logical move, but it's a move they're gonna make. Um so I would just I would just let yourself drift away and be friends with people your age. Yeah. And you'll probably see them like when they graduate and maybe they go to the same college as you you'll reconnect and you'll have a different kind of friendship than what you had before. So like, it's yes. not, it's not over, right? Like you said that this is your first ever group of Catholic friends. That's, that's awesome. Like it's, it's not dead, 
Um, but the nature of it has to change for a time while you're in a different place than they are. And maybe this is an opportunity for you to like get a second group of Catholic friends, you know, that are maybe that go to the college that you go to. Cause I bet there's a Newman center or at least some young adult Catholic group somewhere near you that is dying for female members. And so get out there and get after it because <laughs> yes. you're, you're needed. So don't feel bad. You're great. Don't feel bad. You're fine. Yeah. Ethan, as someone who has not watched the Barbie movie. Oh, I would never watch Barbie. What do you think it's about? <laughs> My understanding from the Catching Foxes podcast that I listen to. You listen to a commentary on it. You can't talk about it. You have to only... Never mind. Fine. You can talk about it. I don't care. <laughs> Why are you mad at me? I was like, you have to only go off of based on what you've heard on Twitter. I know that there's the Mojo Dojo Casa House. Okay, if I'm going based, I can separate it in my mind. If I can go based okay. on only, so I know. Only what you've seen on the internet. So not Ken, what you've heard someone, yeah. Ken is gets into the patriarchy and he likes yes. it. He yeah. likes it. and They live in a matriarchy where yeah. Barbie's in charge, I guess. Mm -hmm. And Ken says no, and he wants to go, he goes to the real world and he finds out that the patriarchy exists. Mm -hmm. and, and he wants it. Yes, and there are, and then the women... They're like, no, we can't let the patriarchy happen because we are Barbie and Ken is Ken and he's Kenuff and, and he's Alan and, is Alan and Alan is there and he's Michael Sarah. And I saw Michael Sarah do a Tony Soprano impression on Instagram today and it was pretty good. So that's <laughs> that's something to say. Um, and I think there's an old lady that Barbie says is beautiful and that really impacted yeah. a lot of the old women that went to go see that film. And I think towards the and end, by old women, I mean, thir the 30 year olds who went to go see the film. They were like, thank you. I am beautiful, even though I'm old and yes. 30. <laughs> the, even though Margot Robbie's what, 31, 32. Yeah. She's like as old as them. Uh, the, and then at the end, there's, there's, that was a joke about how you shouldn't feel bad about yourselves, by the way. I'm not making fun of you because you're 30. I was I making fun of you because you're 30. The, I the made Kens, fun of 30 year olds on Twitter. And the Kens and the Barbies, they, fight at the end so like they go to the real world and then they come back and ken's like i'm in charge now and he kind of goes darth vader for a bit and yeah. uh he like gets all the kens to rise up and take down the matriarchy finally someone finally did it he exited yeah. the longhouse as it were and uh and then barbie takes him aside and it's like oh i'll be your boyfriend now and then she 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 gets him to simp for her and then and then everyone is happy now because barbie and ken are dating Gotcha. So the problem was that Barbie didn't want to date Ken. Barbie didn't want to date Ken. Ken found out about the patriarchy. Ken brought it back into Barbie world, took over everybody. And okay. then Barbie used her sexuality to lure him out of power so that she could regain control of Barbie land. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think happened in the film. So that leaves us to the question of the podcast, yeah. which is my girlfriend, 22 female, watched Barbie movie. <laughs> watched barbie movie mm -hmm. and said there are things that i 24 male need to change <laughs> you need to dress more like a cowboy son she watched it with her female friends first she told me she enjoyed it and then she said we should watch the movie together because it opened her eyes about there are things that i need to change if we can keep being together as a couple can a movie really make you question your relationship with the person yes i still i still garrett i still uh hold that the case for christ broke up me and my high school girlfriend um <laughs> specifically the barbie movie i will watch the movie with her and listen to what she has to say of course it just caught me off guard oh so he's like worried about it hmm well, i don't know what yeah. there would be i mean did he detail at all what the things are that he needs to work on um it didn't seem like there were any updates but the comments were all very like um yeah of course it can change things um he said, "This is a bad sign. She's gonna want you to learn how to play Push by Matchbox Twenty Two on the by Matchbox Twenty on the guitar." I don't know what that um, means. I don't get that reference. I wanna push you down. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna take you for granted. I don't know. Uh, once I realized the patriarchy wasn't actually about horses, I wasn't into it anymore. I don't understand what that means. I don't know what that means either. There's no like commentary in the comment section. People are just like, "I'm just here for the comments." Um. <laughs> Okay, here we go. It made a lot of sense. The movie made her start thinking about her life. I'm the same age, and it made me do a lot of reflection. I think the movie could be eye-opening for you if you go in open-minded and willing to listen. A lot of people see the movie as controversial, and I think that's the whole point. There are a lot of things you probably won't understand, and that's okay. 
festival. Why, why are people talking about this movie like it's an L. Ron Hubbard book? Like you just have to go in with an open mind and then like come to our group afterwards and we'll explain it to you. And, you know, you just and then it's just like a monthly fee to kind of be in the group. It's really you and your easy. girlfriend are very young. This was probably the first time feminism was explained in a way that made <laughs> sense to her. <laughs> that sounds like a man talking. That's that sounds so like funny. Mansplaining. That's just woman explaining. Liberally like, explained mansplaining. You feminism. and your girlfriend are. This is this is actually this is this probably is, the first time that she's ever heard of feminism in like a real way. And you guys like this is to it. people. People talk about mansplaining, but they've never heard an older woman talk to a younger woman before. <laughs> like we don't we don't have a word for the way like a fifty year old talks. A fifty year old woman talks to like a twenty five year old woman. <laughs> yeah, we need to bring anyway. back. We need to bring back the word crone to talk about old ladies. <laughs> I feel like it's probably something she wants to share. Approach an open mind. Don't ignore the second half of the movie. All right. Um, Barbie yeah. confronts the negative impact of patriarchy on men and women. Is the movie really just patriarchy bad? Is that like the thing? Yeah, but they keep talking about like they. It's it's very like uh, it's um. It seems like they, they talk it, about patriarchy too much for it to, to me, be like a subtle. The read that I get on this whole thing, and I'm a guy. I don't freaking know anything, but I do. I've been around the block a time or two. And to me, this reeks of like, you know, when sometimes like I was watching, you ever seen Ted Lasso? You watch Ted Lasso? No, but I found a Huffington Post article about Barbie and I'm excited for the worst thing I've ever read. Okay. Well, sometimes in television shows or when people are talking in conversation, they'll throw out phrases like the phrase late stage capitalism, like really, yeah, really hurts yeah. me. Or they'll say, um, the gender binary is a social construct, you know, like they'll say phrases like that, that they've heard that sound yeah. really smart. It's called a commonplace or a cliche. A cliche, right. People yeah, I like the word commonplace things. better because it's like, it's, it's like a, it's not it's as common. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, no, it's, I think it's meaner because it's like, oh, that's such a common, oh, it's like, common. And so yeah. it's saying like, it's not unique, you know? Oh, this movie is about how the patriarchy is this, this, and this. I'm like, okay. It's what is, is this 2012 again? Yeah. Like, I feel like we've been having this discussion for a long time and we've already had the whole like the Me Too thing happened and like that was good. So it's like to me, it's not really a revelation. So I'm just like, all right, what what the what the patriarchy like the, the funny thing about patriarchy is that a bunch of single dudes running things is not a patriarchy. Patriarch means father. None of these men are fathers. <laughs> they're if all they just, are, they're illegitimate ones. People, pa patriarchy does not mean men running things, and matriarchy means women running things. It's a system of government that makes sense if you're tribal, and the oldest dude who's in charge of everyone is just the guy that made everybody. Yes, that's it. It's not an ingrained thing. It's a natural form of government. It's a it's a natural primitive form of organizing society. That doesn't mean that it needs to happen all the time now. In fact, it doesn't. It just doesn't. And like, I think if you want to have a conversation about patriarchy, let's have a conversation about what fatherhood is. I think that's a more important conversation. It's like, okay, if if patriarchy is this is this ancient form of government that used to be very popular and is no longer, I don't know. Maybe we could have a conversation about how the men that run our world are not good fathers. If yeah. your son is snorting cocaine in the White House. You're probably not a good father. This portion of the podcast is directed specifically at Joe Biden. So if you're and Trump, probably come on. Come uh, that's on. true. We all know that Ivanka was huffing some paint in the bathrooms at <laughs> in the WH. We know that's <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah. So laughing? this is my. Uh... Yeah. I think for this guy, let's let's bring let's tie it up with the dating, and then we got to end the show. Yeah. For this guy, and for people out there who are struggling with the it can be hard to be like a like a generally like i there's a couple of people in my mind that i'm thinking of in my own life that like are catholic people who maybe the guy is just like your average guy and faithful you know goes to mass checks all the boxes and the yeah. girl also does that but kind of is like a little bit lefty you know like she kind of has drank the kool-aid a bit kind of is into the the whole feminism thing maybe she had a blm sticker on her laptop at some point you know like this type of thing and i think a lot of guys 
don't really know how to interact with that form of feminism because they're used to like the screeching, you know, people at the Trump rallies yeah. or, or like just the crazy, like naked women that are like protesting the environment. They're like, ah, it's like, I don't know. Like, I know that that's wrong, you know, but then yeah. it's like this more subtle version of feminism that seems to not be like, um, it's, it's more like a disdain or just like a distaste for men as opposed to like an actual philosophy regarding uh the place of women in society like what it, yeah yeah it's not it's more of a vendetta and less of a, mm -hmm. a and then, system of thought and then that put, puts guys in a weird spot because they're like the boyfriend of this girl that professes to have this sort of disdain for men to be in charge yeah. and so then that leaves you in like a really weird spot as a boyfriend because you feel this like natural urge to like lead and you know to make decisions and all these things but then you're effectively neutered because you don't want to upset your girlfriend i think that's where a lot of guys are and they like just don't know they just get stuck and then you see people yeah. dating forever and the woman kind of being in charge and what she says goes and then you, you see resentment build up and it's just like not not very fun you know and so i think for these guys based on what you said about fatherhood do you think that there's like a, a piece of advice that we could give them you know is there like something that we could say to people who are going through that kind of experience where the girlfriend maybe is in it but the guy is not he doesn't want to lose the relationship but he also doesn't want to just go along with everything just ask more questions mm. than you say answers like ask more questions than answers because people don't like to seem inconsistent. And mm -hmm. so if you continually ask questions to an inconsistent worldview, they will notice the inconsistency. Right. And they'll do one of two things, they either go into a cognitive dissonance thing where they hold two things to be true at the same time. Right. Like gender is a social construct, but also so gender is a social construct and we can do whatever we want with gender, but also this social construct of a binary is wrong. Like those are, those are two inconsistent thoughts but someone can decide to hold both of them. It'll just cause the mental anguish because your brain doesn't like that. Um, mm -hmm. Your brain doesn't like holding two in contradictory truths at the same time. Or they'll just be like, oh yeah, that's a good point. And then they'll, it'll take them like a week or so and then they'll be like, yeah, I was wrong. But they won't tell you that outright. Yeah. They'll be like, I decided myself that, uh, that, that that's wrong. And I don't actually yeah. identify with it anymore. And so yeah, it's just wait. Just, mm -hmm. just ask questions and wait if you want to salvage the relationship. But like, you know, if she wants to play that, if she wants to play that game, that mm -hmm. battle between men and women, I just, Phoebe and I just don't play that game. Mm -hmm. We just don't, we just decided not to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's hard for me to even talk about because it's so foreign to my daily life because yeah. me and Emma and none of our friends ever really in like all of the women that I know and I'm friends with are either stay at home moms or are like will be stay at home moms when they give birth to the baby that's currently in their uterus, you know, like yeah. the cool, the cool thing about marriage is that the, um, the wider implications of society don't matter to your relationship because you are not every man and every woman, you are one man and one woman together. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter if men in general oppress women in general in your worldview Mm -hmm. or if women in general are crones or shrews to men in general it doesn't matter because you're one woman and mm -hmm. you're one man and it doesn't matter like are yeah. you a shrew or are you domineering then cool you at have a, a certain conversation point, you fight about it and you move on at a certain <laughs> point it's like why are you like you like why are you so obsessed that this group of people that you've dubbed old white men are in charge like why does that bother you so much like we're in a relationship here we have bills to pay we got things to figure out yeah. you know like am i an old white man no okay it's like why are you mad about that and like why can't we it's like yeah. trying to figure out if you can just figure out how you can you and your partner can get face in the same direction and walk in the same way instead of like her looking one way and you looking another way. And then it's just, you're just never going to be going yeah. in the same direction. So if you let her keep going down that direction, she's just going to start resenting you. Like, cause you're a, you're a, sometimes they say straight white man instead of old. Oh, they do say straight. You're a, yeah. Cause you're a straight white man. So eventually she's going to resent you, which is funny because 
I would assume she would want to date a straight man at the very least. So yeah, two out of well, three, I guess. Some some don't. You know, that's fair. Some some break up and they and they they switch sides. They 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 bat with the other hand. They, hmm. they're Dude, a switch hitter. A switch hitter, like in baseball, yeah. America's yeah. pastime. A DH, a designated homosexual. Homosexual. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, that's, that's a great note to end on. Yeah. Uh, if you thought this episode was worth, if you thought this episode was worth a cup of coffee consider donating $10 a month on Patreon and we will gift you with a extra bonus episode every week as a thank you. Patreon.com slash the crunch. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Join Ethan and I next time when we do a podcast from our own old high school lunch tables with the current high school freshmen. And then we'll do a bonus episode from the jail cell. That will be it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash sickrunch to pay for our mail. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you. We'll see you all next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.